Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. Uh, you know, we're going through the Gospel of Matthew right now, and yesterday, or in the previous episode, I should say, whenever you listen to these things, we looked at Matthew uh, 17, verses 14 through 21, where a young boy had a demon. I want to look at the uh, accounts that Mark and Luke give about what happened. Uh, we're looking at Mark today, and it's a good bit longer. It's like, what, 15 or 16 verses longer, and it has some interesting details. So let's jump into it. This is out of the ninth chapter of Mark, beginning with verse uh, 14. When they came back to the disciples, they saw a large crowd around them and some scribes arguing with them. Well, immediately we want to find out who's on first, who's on second, et cetera, et cetera. So we saw this in a previous episode. It's when Jesus and uh, Peter, James, and John came back off the mountain from where Jesus was transfigured. They came back to the disciples. Um, Mark says they joined back up, and they saw a large crowd around the disciples. And they were arguing with the scribes, and the scribes were arguing with them. Well, what's going on? Verse 15, immediately when the entire crowd saw him, Jesus, they were amazed and began running up to greet him. That's interesting, isn't it? They saw him. They, they saw him, and they were amazed when they saw him. I wonder why that is. I wonder if there's a little bit of a little residual glory hanging on here. I don't know. It doesn't say. It just simply says that they were amazed when they saw him. Verse 16. And Jesus asked them, what are you discussing with them? So he's talking to the disciples. He said, what are you discussing with these scribes? <laughs> so as a dialogue going on between scribes, disciples, Jesus asked, what are you talking about? And one of the crowd answered, so it wasn't a scribe. It wasn't one of the disciples. It was one of the crowd answered, Teacher, I brought you my son. Oh, okay, wait, wait. This is that guy we saw before that brought his son. So he, now he says, he calls him teacher. I brought you my son, possessed with a spirit which makes him mute. And whenever it seizes him, it slams him to the ground, and he foams at the mouth and grinds his teeth, and stiffens out. I told your disciples to cast it out, and they could not do it. So we get a little more detail right here. This guy comes along, and in Mark's account, he doesn't use the, uh, Mark doesn't use the word um, Lord like Matthew did, but he uses the word teacher, instructor, and Jesus was called teacher. And it might give us a little insight in here to this guy's attitude. I think that he came to Jesus and he wasn't there and he went to the disciples because he wants his son what? Healed, absolutely. So when he encounters the Lord, he you know, so he describes what happened to him. He's got a spirit that makes him mute. We didn't see that in Matthew. Great detail. It slams him to the ground. It seizes him. He foams and grinds it in the mouth. And people say, oh, well, this is an epileptic seizure. Well, that's what we call it today. Can that be caused by an organic problem? Absolutely. Can it be caused by a demon? Yes. Can it be caused by a demon that's feigning an organic problem? Yes. 
I think we actually see that a lot. Verse 19, and Jesus answered them and said, notice he answered them. Them. Well, who's to them? Well, who's there? The crowd's there. The scribes are there. The disciples are there. And he says, oh, unbelieving generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring him to me. <laughs> so it's the same thing we looked at yesterday. He's looking at those, the scribes in the crowd, who are unbelieving. Now, the disciples believed, but they were growing in their belief. We'll put it that way. Young boys brought to Jesus, verse 20. They brought the boy to him. When he saw Jesus, immediately the spirit threw him into a convulsion. And falling to the ground, he began rolling around and foaming at the mouth. Often demonic powers like to do this kind of thing. An attempt to show power, okay? Quite often an attempt to embarrass the person themselves. Don't ever forget this, okay? I have to remind myself of this constantly, really. Don't ever forget this. Remember how much the Lord loves that individual. They're fearfully and wonderfully made in the eyes of the Lord. How much he cares for them. And here's this demonic stuff seeking to do what? Yeah, embarrass the fool out of them. I've actually seen things like that to where uh, uh, a demonic thing will cause an individual to lose control of bodily functions, for instance, just for the sake of embarrassing somebody. So the first thing that happens, the demon sees Jesus, throws this young boy to the ground. And Jesus asked his father, how long has this been happening to him? And he said, from childhood. And in all likelihood, this young boy is still a child, okay, to some degree. We don't know how old he is. But you notice Jesus, the compassion here. He turns and looks at the father. How long has this been happening to him? Also, it gives us some really interesting insight to who Jesus was and how he functioned when he was here on earth in his corporeal body, when he took on the form of creation. He took on the form of flesh. When what Philippians says, that he set aside certain things. He was totally God. He was always totally God. But he set aside certain things to where he could be totally man. He's totally God and totally man at the same time. But notice, he didn't know how long it has been that this is happening to this boy. Now, God knew. God the Father, right? Knew, but Jesus didn't. Verse 22, the man responds, It has often thrown him both into the fire and into the water to destroy him. But if you can do anything, take pity on us and help us. And we saw Matthew, that he cried for mercy. And Jesus said to him, if you can. So the guy's saying, you know, if you can do anything, please just take pity and mercy if you can. And Jesus says, if you can. Then Jesus says this, all things are possible to him who believes. And see, we didn't get this right here in Matthew. Wait for this, right? Jesus saying, if you believe, all things are possible. What's possible? All things, if you believe. Immediately, the boy's father cried out and said, I do believe. Help my unbelief. Boy, folks, have we not all been there at some time in our lives, day in and day out, right? Lord, we believe. We believe, but help our unbelief. So, verse 25, when Jesus saw that the crowd was gathering rapidly, together he rebuked the unclean spirit and said to it you deaf and mute spirit i command you come out of him and do not enter him 
again. Notice the crowd was gathering. Jesus didn't want to put on a sideshow here. So before more people got there, he just looked at him, and he commanded. Notice it's a deaf and mute spirit. He commanded him to come out of him and not to go back into him again. Verse 26, after crying out and throwing him into terrible convulsions, it came out, and the boy became so much like a corpse that most of them thought that he is dead, and they said he is dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and raised him up, and he got up. When Jesus came into the house, his disciples began questioning privately, why could we not drive it out? And Jesus said to them, this kind cannot come out by anything but prayer. And Jesus said prayer and fasting, Matthew said. In other words, that you're walking in communion with the Lord, that you are abiding with the Lord, that you hear the voice of the Lord, and the Lord instructs you to pray and to tell that demonic thing to come out. If you just do it of your own flesh and your own volition, it's not going to happen. But when you're walking in prayer and abiding and communing with the Lord, and He tells you to do this, then there is absolutely nothing that is impossible with the Most High God. Folks, this is what the Lord desires to do today. You see it all through the gospel. You see it. And people think, well, that was just for back then. No, 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 no. It is for now. Again, I'm Dale. I'll see you in the next episode.